This podcast is sponsored by Adirondack Health and its Adirondack Health Guides Initiative. Just as Adirondack Guides have a tradition of helping visitors make their way through the wilderness, Adirondack Health Guides are here to help you navigate through your health care. Your journey is their priority. Each time you visit one of the Adirondack Health facilities, whether it's the hospital in Lake Placid or in Saranac Lake, or the health center in Keene, they help with registration, appointments, and finances. Make an appointment today. Call Adirondack Health at 518-897-2778. Going down that dirt road. Welcome to Lake Placid, New York's Olympic Village, home of the 1932 and 1980 Winter Olympics, where history was made and continues to be made every day by people like you and me. Welcome to the show. We are Lake Placid, brought to you by the Lake Placid News, Lake Placid's hometown newspaper. I'm the editor, Andy Flynn, and we're celebrating all the people, residents, visitors, sports legends, who make this one of the best places to live on earth. We are Lake Placid. It's back to school time in Lake Placid, and our staff writer, Griffin Kelly, recently stopped by the Lake Placid Middle High School to talk with John Burdick. He's the new athletic director for the school district. Here is their conversation. I help coordinate the uh, sports schedule um, in conjunction with our our bus transportation manager. Uh, we scan it. We schedule times for transportation, both to fields and also uh, away games. Now, tell me a little about your uh, sports background or sports education background. That is. Uh, well, not, not specific. I have been coaching for fifteen years. Uh, I've done soccer, uh, mostly basketball and softball. I have a daughter, and that's how I got into coaching the the girls' side. And that's for Lake Placid, correct? For Lake Placid, yes. Mm-hmm. So, what made you want to pursue a career in you know uh, sports like that? Well, my my background is uh, math education. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started coaching at the request of my predecessor, uh, Coach Moody. Uh, uh, and uh, in conversation I had with Dr. Catania, uh, I thought about switching over to uh, teaching part-time and then also becoming the athletic director. thought it was a new challenge, something different. Um, so that's, that's generally why uh, I made the transition over. Mm-hmm. And you teach math in the district? I do. This year I'll be uh, working in the elementary school for a couple hours in the morning, uh, and then the rest of my day will be uh, affiliated with the athletic director responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Any uh, particular goals or possibly uh, challenges you might face uh, coming into the role? Well, I think typical challenges with any athletic director are finding enough coaches, uh, enough quality coaches, keeping the coaches' certifications up to date. The state continues to add layers of responsibilities for coaches to stay certified, especially those that are not teaching. Uh, so that's one one challenge. And I, there's also been a kind of a natu- national drop-off on the number of athletes uh, that are competing. The percentages are dropping, not significantly, but when you take two kids out of class, out of a smaller school, uh, every class, you know, that, that can have a, an impact. So I think maintaining those numbers and maintaining the interest is a, kind of a continuing, continuing need for all coaches, especially in the smaller schools. And how can we do that? How can we encourage uh, students to get more involved in two uh, athletics i think it all starts at the the youth programs uh one of the one of the things that i hope to continue and and most of our coaches are wonderful at it is i i feel the varsity coach should be the 
the manager of the entire program, and that starts at the youth level. And some of our coaches are amazing and do some amazing things and work with our youth all the time. And I just think if we continue to do that and build on that, that's how you keep numbers up. You said you've been coaching mainly soccer was for 15 years, right? Actually, no. Most of my time has been basketball and softball. Mm -hmm. Uh, Soccer was just a fill-in. And how'd you get into that? Uh, again, Coach Moody, uh, the athletic director, had, had asked me. I think there was a need. I came to games because I was watching my daughter. She saw how involved I was as the loud parent <laughs> and knew I was teaching. So she asked me if I wanted to pursue the, the, the coaching. And so that's how I got into it. So tell me about that connection between you and your daughter. I assume you go to a lot of her games, right? I did. She's 28 now. So, yeah, she's in a different world now. But, yes, at the time I went to all her games. Uh, she did not allow me to coach her, <laughs> so I coached levels below her and then gradually worked my way up as she got out of those programs. I never did coach her directly, which that was her wish. <laughs> and what's her name? Uh, Courtney. Courtney. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's uh, say 50 years ago, athletic director's job versus today. Uh, possibly, is there different ways of engaging with the students, different challenges you need to uh, face? Well, I think communication has changed. I think there's a lot more reliance on the social media aspect, uh, emails, uh, group texts, different different levels of social media. I think that's continuing to grow. I think the 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 other piece, there's a lot of different mandates by the state that has kind of changed the uh, what athletic directors need to do, what they have to do, and has added certainly a layer of uh paperwork uh that wasn't part of the part of the deal 50 years ago tell me about your uh, connection to lake placid you know you've been here for a while right yes i actually moved here in 1985 working for the stewards corporation uh i had uh wasn't my intention i had gone to college initially as teaching um got sidetracked and worked was working for stewards and uh, that's how i ended up in the community i uh, went over to this the shop here in lake placid uh, managed it for 16 years here and then went back to school to finish my master's um, and that was uh, and, and got back into teaching it was very fortunate I could stay here in Lake Placid to teach mm-hmm. so you've been here for a while you've uh, coached at the schools you've taught in the schools uh, what maybe progression or change have you seen in that time well I think the biggest and I, again it's not unique to our community is enrollment da- is down significantly mm-hmm. uh, I think my daughter's class, which was 10 years ago, graduated you know, in, in Lake Placid in the 70s. A typical graduating class now is probably mid-40s to 50. Uh, that's been significant, and that's the whole area. Uh, that's the biggest change, uh, I think, which has made some programs have to trim down. There are f- fewer uh, JV teams. I think that's more of a continuing trend. Um, and a more merging. Uh, we have quite a number of sports that we've merged with Saranac Lake, uh, Keene has joined us uh, with with some kids, and that, that continues to grow, and probably will continue to grow. I think that's the that is the trend is you'll see more and more merged teams because of the enrollment piece. Uh, I wonder about merging. Is that sometimes a good thing, or does it almost seem like oh, these teams are getting smaller and smaller, and this is just one more step till possibly being gone? It is. It is a numbers issue typically uh, in order to to keep teams um, functional. I don't know that it'll ever be gone. I think there might be up there might be instances in the future when some sports, you know, it will get thinned out. But I think for now, I think enrollment is large enough that 
uh, most sports should be able to maintain, but in emerged situation. That may that again may change. All right, well, John, I really appreciate you sitting down with me. Going downhill. For more on this story and the latest news in sports from New York's Olympic region, check out the Lake Placid News. Meet the people who make this a great place to live. We're on stands now. Grab a coffee, some tea, a beer, whatever. Spend some time with your print copy. Get away from that screen for a while. Or, if you insist, check us out online at lakeplacidnews.com. Special thanks to Dan Bergeron for providing our music. Learn more about Dan and his fascinating story, a life in radio, education, folk music, at bergeronfolk.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Andy Flynn, editor at the Lake Placid News. We are Lake Placid.